Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs with Chris Schubert floating around in the background. We are your hosts here on this Tuesday episode of the show, and we are brought to you by Bet Online. And look, football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. And from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. Check out the website, and if you do and you sign up today, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code BELIEVE. And it's not just basketball. They've got boxing, UFC, they've got hockey, they've got those Vegas casino games. It is truly your number one online wagering destination, and it is where the game starts. Kyle, happy Tuesday to you. You want to get a little sip of water? A little Clear gurgly. Out that throat. A little gurgly there, but you know. But... <laughs> I was a little worried about you. And we I powered wanna, we through it, wanna, baby. <laughs> we didn't want to do any misjustice to our friends over Bet Online, so I'm glad you you survived and got through. And uh, we are here now. Got a chance to to clear your throat a little bit. We're doing a mock draft today, uh, as we do every month here on Draft Dudes uh, NFL Combine next week, end of month next week so we're going to be pretty busy this was the time in which it made the most sense to kind of make some changes to the mock draft projections at this point in time here on this show as we've gotten through uh, some of the cross checks and had a chance to really intimately dig into the tape on some of the players that we otherwise have not to this point in the season shall we dun 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 All right, I'm odds. Kyle's evens this time around. That means I'm on the clock with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, Kyle, I've been meaning to tell you about a conversation that I recently had with somebody in Jacksonville media. We were talking about this number one pick, and he said, you know what, Joe? I feel like the Jaguars are picking between Tony Baselli or J.J. Watt in terms of impact on the roster and whether they pick you know, Evan Neal or Aiden Hutchinson. And I don't know that I would fully put it like that. I think that's a little unfair to those players to have that type of, uh, um, you know, lofty ambitions to live up to. But I think the spirit of what they're trying to say is pretty true. Like, hey, do you want the franchise left tackle or do you want the impact defensive lineman? And his argument was that, look, the Cincinnati Bengals just went to the Super Bowl with a really bad offensive line. Maybe we should pick the pass rusher. Yeah. The reason the Bengals didn't win the Super Bowl is because of their offensive line. We're giving you Evan Neal, the offensive tackle from Alabama. Big, massive dude, powerful in the run game, has all the tools necessary to be an impact pass blocker. Let's go ahead and get Trevor Lawrence's blindside protected with uh, a really rare prospect here in Evan Neal. Well, you set that up for about three different zigs, but you never zagged. <laughs> so well, I kept waiting for like the other shoe to drop and like do something crazy and, and go back to picking a defensive end, uh, which I'm thankful you didn't because it, it allows me as Detroit at number two uh, to simply draft best player available. And I think best player available um, at a primary position is the route that we will see the Detroit Lions take, which 
means I'm picking one of these top two pass rushers. I am ultimately going to choose Aiden Hutchinson from University of Michigan. So we, we teased that we were going to shake things up a little bit. And of course, the, the top two picks are staying chalk relative to just about every mock draft you look around and, and see these days with offensive tackle and then defensive end with one, two. But Detroit, you know, you need foundational players. And I think Aiden Hutchinson, who's a local kid, is a great choice to be a foundational player, high floor, but also high ceiling. All right, you ready to shake it up? Let's let's shake it up right here with the Houston yeah, Texans at number three. Here it comes, because look, I think there's something to it. I think they might trade Laramie Tunsil. And if they do, guess what they're going to need? A left tackle. And guess who's on the board? Ike Ikuanu from NC State. So I have this pick being Ikuanu, but with the important caveat that this is with it in mind that they move on from Tunsil, free up the Where's cap space, get some additional draft capital, and that's not a that's not important. I mean, that's not it important is. We're right doing now. the whole first round between today and tomorrow, so that oh, would need to be reflected. Okay, well then we got to have to pick that, don't we? Um, oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. We think Cincinnati at 32 or 31. That wouldn't be a bad. What choice. do you like here? Can you see anybody out in front of Cincinnati outbidding 31? Mm, I don't know. I think this is more the Orlando Brown trade than the Laramie Tunsil trade, if that makes any sense. Okay, so you think it's a pick <laughs> You know what I mean? It'd probably be some semblance of a pick swap is what you're saying. Yeah, well, I think 31 is the – 31 and Tunsil are the two main pieces in the deal. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know – Maybe I just didn't know if you thought like somewhere. a team that was offensive tackle hungry in front of like in the 20s, if there were any that made sense that you thought would make that splash instead. But I think Cincinnati's probably your best bet. Yeah, let's go with that. So keep we'll that in it. mind when we get okay. to 31, or at least I will, because that's my pick. So Very good. So Ike McQuanu at three for yep. the Houston Texans, which leaves me with the New York Jets drafting, I got Kayvon Thibodeau on the board. I've got Jermaine Johnson on the board. I've got Kyle Hamilton on the board. I've got Charles Cross. Hey, Chris, I hear you back there. He's floating. He's not even seen. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's he's like my conscience in the background. Uh, Let your conscience be your guide. Make a good pick. I'm going to draft the best player available, period, which is Kyle Hamilton. Uh, safety from Notre Dame. I know Jets fans don't want this. Oh, Jamal Adams. Oh, it didn't work out. Oh, you know, they. We, this is a, a defense that you know, wants players on the trenches. We need offensive line help. I get it. But at the same time, this is an elite football player who's on the board for you at number four overall. You're going to lose Marcus May, right? You have Ashton Davis, and that's great. Yep. But a defensive weapon like this for Robert Sala, who – can move him around. Don't make the mistake of saying, oh, well, it's just Jamal Adams 2.0. This guy can cover. He's got much better instincts in the passing game, in my opinion, than what Jamal Adams ever had. Is that a thing? That. Are people saying that? Chris, you tell me. Are people saying that? Wow. There is a movement amongst Jets fans to not want um, Kyle Hamilton because it's Jamal Adams 2.0. A good player. 2.0. Yeah. Mm. It's, a bad, yeah. It's a bad well, take by but, Jets fans. Joe, it is a take. what's your hat say? Joe, mm, draft good players. Oh, just draft, draft good players. Good and let players. 
worry about the rest afterwards. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's what we did here. We, we just drafted a good player. <laughs> well, the fun thing about the tackles, Neil and Iquano going one and three in this scenario is that it really kind of does shake up what we envision for the Jets and Giants with you know, their presence early right. in the draft. So this should be fun. And, and next up is the New York Giants at number five, who I am picking for. And I think this is a unique situation here where Kayvon Thibodeau is there. And I love this fit for him in a Wink Martindale defense where, you know, it's going to be blitz heavy. They're going to free him up. They're getting him isolated to take some really advantageous angles and tap into that that burst and athleticism. And I think he could be really, really productive. And with the tackles gone, I think this is an obvious choice for the Giants. KT to the Giants. Which puts me on the clock with the Carolina Panthers at six. And uh, Joe, you mm-hmm. put together a really nice article for Carolina outlining how they can fix this team by drafting a quarterback, correct? Mm-hmm. Well, yes, but first they signed three veteran offensive linemen to make it palatable to pick the quarterback. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, I don't have that information on hand. So I'm not at liberty of making that level of assumption. So I'm not going to listen to your blueprint. Uh, I'm going to draft an offensive lineman. What's the stat? Jordan Gross, every year since, different primary starting left tackle. 2012 It's it's imprinted on the inside of my forehead now from all the times I've heard (laughs) you recite that when we do mock drafts and Carolina comes up on on the clock. We did get Evan Neal and Ike McQuanu off the board in the top three picks. But I think about Carolina and what they need, and they need somebody to stabilize pass protection, give whoever is playing quarterback some semblance of a reasonable chance to get comfortable in the pocket. I'm taking the best pass protecting offensive tackle available. That is Charles Cross, the offensive tackle from Mississippi State. He is going six here to the Panthers to help give whoever plays quarterback some semblance of a chance to stay upright. They've invested too much in quarterback to go after it again. All right. I've got the uh, New York Giants at number seven. Brian Dable, the head coach here. He enjoyed having Spencer Brown as his right tackle this past year in Buffalo. Let's go right back to Northern Iowa and get him his uh, running mate, Trevor Penning here to come in and pair with Andrew Thomas to give the Giants a couple of bookend tackles here to uh, really get this offensive line stabilized and give Daniel Jones his chance to be an impact player. Kyle is is perplexed by this selection. You pick Trevor Penning at seven. OT four at seven. Four tackles in the top seven picks. Is that why you were looking it's at me that when I started year, talking man. about Charles Cross? Is that why you were looking at me that way? Well, I just need to know which one you were picking because honestly, right, if well, you went if you went Penning, I was going to go Derek Stingley, honestly, for the Giants because I, that was going to, you know, with James Bradbury being cut, they needed a man corner to go with Wink Martindale's defense, but you left him on the board for me and I picked him up. This is fun. This is good fun. You know okay, what? So the you know, Kyle, when you have a when you have an offensive tackle like Trevor Penning, you know what that gives you? Peace of mind. And what's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats that you face on the internet, it's more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN that you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure 
Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. And with NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either. And plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe. That's B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenience convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. Okay, we're back. I'm also team draft good players. Uh, so I thought you for Falcons sure were going to have it on at the beginning. No, I saw you wear it and I was like, okay, that's noted. I'll file it away. I will say um, my hair's not particularly friendly to wearing it right now because I got the knot in the back. Mm. So I can't get it all the way down to my head. So now it looks like I've got like a six head. I've got like the Peyton Manning vibe going on right now. With the four. No, you have like the, the hip trucker pack. vibe. You're fine. You're good. You're good. Okay, You're good. cool. Very true. That makes me feel better. Uh, but I'm going to draft a good player uh, for the Atlanta Falcons here at okay. number eight. Joe, this is a player who plays a primary position. He played at least one game in his career in Atlanta's home stadium. He plays on the defensive side of the football. Do you have any guesses on who this player is going to be? Derek Stingley Jr. It's not Derek Stingley Jr. I'm drafting Trayvon Walker, the defensive end from Georgia Bulldogs. Because I just got done watching this dude's tape. I'm not done. I'm in the process. I decided to just give myself three days to watch Georgia's defense because they have effectively every starter on the defense Mm -hmm. and then some of the backups Mm -hmm. are NFL prospects this year. So I'm working my way through Georgia's defense now. And Trayvon Walker was the first guy that I did like the intimate, like play really close attention to his tape. And I know Dane Brugler from the athletic is super, super high on him. I think he's got him like top six on his board. Um, And you can see why from a size perspective, a length perspective, an explosive power, but also fluidity perspective, Um, I know we've been singing the praises of Jermaine Johnson on this podcast for a long time. We've been singing the praises of David Ajabo and several other pass rushers on this podcast for quite a while. But if I'm going to go with a new direction with a predictive spin, I think about Walker playing up front for Atlanta. And I get really excited about his versatility and his presence as somebody who can set the edge, but can also be a penetration style player when you want him to be. Like the pick, Kyle. I've got the Denver Broncos here at number nine. And um, 
man, I'm not going to do that whole thing where I overreact to what Aaron Rodgers put on Instagram last night that I woke up to everyone freaking out about this morning. But if you really wanted to dig into it, it's pretty suggestive that he might not be playing any more football. And if that's the case, he's not going to the Denver Broncos. And I think if he plays, he stays at Green Bay. So it's time to get QB1 off the board here. And I'm going to do Denver a solid here. Malik Willis, quarterback Liberty. I'm going to give you the highest ceiling quarterback in this draft. You've got a nice infrastructure in place, right, offensively with with the skilled players, some of the young offensive linemen. You're ready for this quarterback. And I know that Malik Willis is going to have to fail forward a little bit, but if he reaches his ceiling, you're going to have one of those dudes at the position that can really allow you to compete in a division that already has Patrick Mahomes and, of course, Justin Herbert. Christopher, can you come out from the void for a moment, please? We need like a jingle to to summon Chris. Hello, gentlemen. How can I help Chris, you? Uh, I know I've spurned uh, Jets Nation with my first pick. No. And I was curious happy. from your made perspective. Made <laughs> I made you happy, but Jets sure. Nation's a different story. Whatever. Forget about mm-hmm. it. Would an offensive lineman, a corner, or a pass rusher please the people the most here at please, 10? Please pick a pass rusher because there's a guy on the board that, whose name is just just glowing in the bright New York City lights. I'm assuming you're talking about one Florida State defensive end, Jermaine Johnson. That's, your, that's who I'm talking about, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's go ahead and make him the pick here for the Jets at number 10. You think about his ability to play the run. You think about San Francisco and some of the ends that they've been implementing uh, in years past with Sala in the building. Uh, you think about the ceiling as a pass rusher that he's showcased and featuring him opposite uh, Carl Lawson, who's coming back healthy this season, hopefully, and we get to see him at 100%. Uh, really exciting, explosive, dynamic play on the edges for the Jets. So Jermaine Johnson, yeah. Florida State, that's the pick at 10. Thank you, Kyle. Appreciate so it. Jets defense is going to have Bryce Hall and Jermaine Johnson and Quinn and Williams, players that I like coming out. and All your brand players. Them. Love to see it. Yeah. All your brand players. Yeah. You, you really do. Uh, Washington Commanders, welcome to the party here. Um, take command here at number 11, where I'm when your odds in the mock drafts, that means you're pretty much the, the quarterback teams. <laughs> so, quarterback. right. I think we got to do it here for, for Washington, and we're going to give him Kenny Pickett out of pit. I think he'd uh, be a nice scheme fit for Nor- uh, Scott Turner's offense, a lot of deep shots. Some manufactured throws, obviously, they're going to want to run the football and get the ball to the backs, which could be good for Kenny Pickett to really kind of allow him to take advantage of his progression style abilities where he's a full scan, a full field scanner. And, you know, will take advantage of those checkdowns, but also push the ball down the field to Terry McLaurin. So I think he's um, a good fit for this offense. And, you know, they need a, a direction at quarterback here that's worth buying into. And if they can't get a veteran, they'll have to go to the draft. And at this point, they're picking through. You know, Pickett or, or Matt Corral. To me, the guys in the conversation will go with Pickett uh, because I think he has uh, better size, mobility, and I think he'll mesh well with Rivera. Which puts me on the clock at 12, and I have the Minnesota Vikings. And somehow, Joe, we have not had a single corner come off the board thus far. Madness. And I understand Madness. there's been a coaching change, there's been a GM change in Minnesota, but some things, they don't change. And Minnesota, 
getting corners early in the draft has been a fixture for this team for quite some time. And I'm going to continue that trend, even despite the fact that we do have new management and a new head coach uh, in this franchise. I'm going with a guy, and this is somewhat predictively, uh, but also somewhat based on my own eye, because I have the top three guys very closely graded respectively. Uh, The guy who, from a predictive standpoint, seems to have the most fans for the top of the draft from within the league. And that is the Souse. We're going Sauce Gardner, cornerback Cincinnati at number 12 to the Minnesota Vikings. Stingley, Slippin, Andrew Booth. Oh, he's been in this contention for this range pretty consistently for us, but Sauce Gardner, the physicality, the man-to-man coverage skills, the ability to play on the outside, the length, I like it all. I got a chance to watch him this past week, and I am all the way in. He's right there in that tier one of corners for me personally, so I'm going to go ahead and lock it in and put Sauce Gardner on the Vikings defense. I got the Cleveland Browns here at number 13, and we're giving him a wide receiver, Jamison Williams from Alabama, because he's the best receiver in this class. Dynamic vertical skill set, unbelievable after the catch, super competitive. And to me, he's a guy that can be a true number one receiver, and that's what Cleveland needs. And I know what Browns fans are going to say, because I've seen this when I mocked him to Cleveland in the past. They're like, we need a wide receiver that can help Baker Mayfield from day one. Okay, sure, that would be nice. But Jamison Williams is worth the wait. Maybe you have to wait five, six, seven, eight weeks, something like that. But this is very similar to what the Titans did with Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons had no business being available, you know, around pick 20 when Tennessee was able to scoop him up, but they were able to wait, be patient, and they got an impact defensive lineman. And I'm encouraging Cleveland Browns fans to have the same mentality when it comes to Jamison Williams, because this is the type of receiver that can really ignite this this Cleveland passing game and give them a really dynamic dude to stress the defense in so many different ways and just just wait a couple of weeks and you're going to have a, a legit answer for years to come. Well, I'm glad you made that pick because it makes this selection even easier for me. We're staying in the AFC North. I'm drafting for the Baltimore Ravens. Joe, what do we always talk about happens with the Ravens every single yeah, year? I know what you're doing. When it comes to the draft. Right, they just fall into good players. They fall into they just They just fall into the Ravens' lap every single year. And you know what the Ravens do? They say, okay, if you're going to twist our arms, we'll take the best player available, and it's going to happen to just be like this incredible value. So Derek Stingley Jr. is on the board here at number 14. We've got a chance to transition away from Marcus Peters if we want to save a little bit of money and go ahead and and add the most physically talented corner in this year's class who just so happens to have not put on the strongest of displays versus his 2019 high watermark. So Derek Stingley Jr. drafted to the Ravens at 14. They do it again. I don't know what their secret is, but there's always that player who's on the board where it's like, of course this mm-hmm. dude's on the board for the bang or for the Ravens. And this year in this iteration, it just so happens to be Derek Stingley. When I picked Williams for the Browns at 13, I knew this was what was going to happen. And I'm like, all right, well, makes sense. Kind of on brand for what always happens to Baltimore. Let live. I got the Philadelphia Eagles here at number 15. Kyle, and if I'm not mistaken, the defensive coordinator from Michigan went to the Eagles coaching staff? Some key play- person, no. McDonald? McDonald's on the Ravens. No. Oh. The Ravens. Mike McDonald was the, yeah. That's right. So he was All the right. well, this linebackers is- coach in Baltimore. 
and then he went to Michigan for a year, and now he's back as the DC in Baltimore. Okay. All right. Well, this isn't as fun of an idea that I was going to have, um, but we'll, we'll still stay the course here. We'll stay the course here because okay, I, I think – I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. Yeah, they're going to go David Ajabo here, edge rusher from Michigan. It's really good value. Um, you know, I think with the tackles going early, it pushed the edge rushers down a little bit, and um, especially with Trayvon Walker going early, it really impacted Ajabo, who I think very commonly we see in mock drafts coming off the board – much sooner than this point. But we know that Philadelphia prioritizes edge rushers. They love length. And um, Ajabo is a really, really high upside type player. And look, he's going to get lost against the run early on, but the pass rushing acumen that he shows at this point in his football career is really, really special. And there's a lot to build upon with him. And so I think it gives them a chance to have a, a really high impact pass rusher in a year or two and, uh, we know they love this position. They need this position, and it makes a lot of sense to me. Which brings the Eagles back on the clock for our last pick. <laughs> and we are going to, once again, draft good players. Andrew Booth, the corner from Clemson, is on the board. You think about a chance to get another outside corner to play opposite Darius Slay. Uh, Booth has really good body control. I think he plays physical. I know I'd seen, I think it was Matt Miller had gotten some feedback from somebody in the league that he had heard that Booth didn't yeah. play physical. And it's like, oh, okay, what Man. one quarter of one game did you watch to come up with that opinion? That he, like, he's got an enthusiasm to step forward and play the line of scrimmage in the screen game and the run game. Uh, he tackles well. He's got good ball skills. He's physical at the catch point. There's a lot to like with Andrew Booth. I think the primary concern is sample size, right? So, you know, came into this year 400 snaps he had played defensively yeah. coming into this season. So, you know, not the biggest of sample sizes to know exactly what you're going to get, but we're going to go ahead and lock in Andrew Booth opposite Darius Slay to give the Eagles uh, a massive upgrade at a premium position on both the front end and the back end of their defense with these back-to-back picks. And, oh, by the way, they have the third pick tomorrow. So, life is good Loaded for Eagles. assets. Yeah. yeah. Amen to that. Uh, we are loaded up for pick 17 through 32 tomorrow. So make sure you plan accordingly. Come back and watch. If you're on the vidcast on YouTube, we had a good success with our first episode on Monday. So we thank you guys for checking it out. If you're on the podcast feed, no worries. Keep on listening. Make sure you hit subscribe. Kyle Krabs with Joe Marino and Chris Schubert. Thanks to all of you for watching. Thanks to our friends on Bet Online for their continued support of the podcast. Make it a good one. We'll talk with you guys again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.